Day one of Boston Bruins training camp is in the books. And on today's episode, I'm talking about everything we learned from Jim Montgomery, Don Sweeney, the players, and more. The Bruins also have their first ever jersey advertisement. We're going to talk about that as well as a mystery PTO that has been sent out and awaiting a response. Let's get into it, shall we? On today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, September 22nd. Welcome to fall. I just got out and had a nice walk in the woods, enjoying the fresh air and the changing leaves. Beautiful time of year, and the Bruins are back on the ice this morning to begin training camp practices, which is so exciting. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. The podcast is free and available wherever you get podcasts. So open up your favorite app, go to YouTube, search up Locked On Boston Bruins, and smash that subscribe button. YouTube subscribers, subscribers will get bonus content in the form of breaking news, reactions, and post-game analysis. If you're on social media, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Now, Jim Montgomery, brand new head coach of the Boston Bruins, beginning his first training camp with the black and gold, and he had some pretty exciting things to say about his outlook for the team. He said he's excited. He's surprisingly really comfortable because of the culture that exists here. He credited Zidane Chara, uh, you know, standing in the same spot where Chara had announced his retirement just a day before. The fiber of work, compete level, accountability that's echoed from the top from Cam Neely, Don Sweeney to Pre- Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand. Uh, It makes him very comfortable, and he's ready to get going. The message that he brought forth to the players is that it's all about opportunity. The opportunity on the back end with two guys injured, with Marchand out, to opportunities that exist for everybody in camp to improve, to make an impression, and ultimately the opportunity before this team to compete for the Stanley Cup. Jim Montgomery said that in addition to Marchand, Matt Grizzlick, and Charlie McAvoy, Bruins forward, Providence Bruins forward Matt Philippi would be the only players not on the ice to start training camp. For the players on the ice, he said that he anticipates left-hand shots Jakobs Borrell and Mike Riley will get the first cracks at flipping to their offside 
to fill the open spot vacated by Charlie McAvoy. Not vacated, but created in the absence of Charlie McAvoy. Those two in particular have the ability to play the offside as well as Grizzlick when it gets back. They're not too concerned about not having three right-hand shots to begin the season. I've said for a while that the depth on the right side is a concern. Could be addressed in the form of a PTO, which we'll talk about here in segment number two. But for now, look for Zborl and Riley to get first cracks on the right side. Jim Montgomery also said, speaking of the right side, that he thinks Brandon Carlo has another level to hit offensively, which is interesting. And, you know, we're only two days away from the Bruins' first preseason game against the Philadelphia Flyers, and Montgomery expects to go with a younger lineup with the opportunity going to a lot of players who did well in rookie camp as they continue to progress during the first couple days of practice. You can expect to see Fabian Lysel uh, and a couple of our first-round picks the last couple years get that opportunity. So uh, John Beecher could perhaps be out there. Uh, Lysel, those are the two most recent first-round picks. Not sure if Matthew Poitra will get a look before he is sent back to... um, to the Guelph Storm, but he is the most recent highest pick available with Mason Lorai, a second round pick in 2020, uh, not available. So yeah, we're going to see Lysel, we're going to see John Beecher, Brett Harrison, of course, not at camp as he was injured in an OHL preseason game. So that's something to look forward to for Saturday's preseason opener against the Philadelphia Flyers, who I do not think will be very good at all this season. All right, going to talk about Don Sweeney's uh, mysterious PTO, as well as what he had to say about David Pasternak's ongoing contract situation here in a moment. But first... A quick word about Bet Online. Bet Online is the number one source for football betting info this season. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all sport wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. So Don Sweeney said there remains one outstanding offer to a player regarding a professional tryout agreement. He said they've put out a couple of PTOs and they got one that's sort of pending, hasn't made a decision yet. And a couple others that chose other teams for whatever their own personal reasons are. 
I talked a lot about wanting the Bruins to put out a PTO to P.K. Subban. He has since retired. When this was announced yesterday, my immediate thought was Anton Strawman. He's a right-hand shot defenseman. He has a ton of experience playing with some very good teams over the years. Uh, and he is a bit advanced in age, but also kind of exactly what the Boston Bruins need. Again, he's a right-hand shot. He can put up some points. He had a career-high 39 points seven seasons ago with the Tampa Bay Lightning. But more importantly, he can eat big minutes, shut down the opposition, and also provide some physicality in the form of uh, hits, block shots, killing penalties, etc. He is a unrestricted free agent. He played last year uh, with the Arizona Coyotes, so it's kind of difficult to really measure his game. But it makes sense for the Bruins to throw out this PTO because, again, with Charlie McAvoy out, you have Brandon Carlo, Connor Clifton, a combination of Mike Riley or Jakobs Borough playing on their off sides, and then Connor Carrick as the next man up when it comes to right-hand shot defensemen. So why not throw out an offer to Strawman and see uh, if he has some interest in perhaps jumping aboard with the Boston Ruins. He played 74 games last season for the Coyotes. Eight goals, 15 assists. And, uh, you know, his possession numbers were not great. But he was playing for the Coyotes, one of the worst teams in the NHL. For his career, he's pretty even in terms of possession stats. And, again, he's going to bring that physicality. Ty Anderson... One of my favorite Bruins beat writers saying that he's hearing it is indeed Anton Strawman that uh, the PTO has been sent out for. And uh, the Bruins awaiting word on whether or not he's going to join the team in training camp and perhaps earn a contract. The Bruins, of course, do have some salary cap considerations here at the moment. They are about $2.2 million over the cap. So they're going to have to... Well, Charlie McAvoy is going to be put on IR, as is Brad Marchand. So that will temporarily open up some cash. But they're going to have to bury some money or trade some money to get under the cap. Especially if they want to avoid overages from... Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci's contracts. Don Sweeney also addressed the David Pasternak contract negotiations. He reiterating the organization intends to lock him up for years to come. Eight is the max. 
he doesn't think there's any concern right now. Pasternak would be the only one to speak to that. But in a perfect world, uh, the Bruins sign him long-term. He's a lifelong Bruin. That's always been the team's goal. David shed a little in light in terms of where he was at personally, saying he can see himself remaining with the Boston Bruins, but he was focusing on himself over the summer, just trying to get healthy physically, mentally. The two sides are going to continue to have conversations. Sweeney, as well as all of us, would like to get it done at the earliest point possible. Hopefully, Pasternak feels the same way, uh, and that's where things are at the moment. An appetite on both sides to get a deal done. And um, hopefully that's able to be achieved at some point in the very near future. What else did we learn on the first day of training camp? Well, the Bruins announced that they were going to reveal their first ever jersey patch partner. And that will be... A lot of people were thinking it was going to be Dunkin' Donuts, but they've announced a multi-year partnership with Rapid7. They're a Boston headquarter company with locations across the world. They're a cybersecurity leader uh, that helps customers manage or risk and eliminate threats across their digital environments. The logo is, you know, pretty simple. Rapid7, black and white patch. Doesn't really feel that invasive and um, Boston Bruins team president Cam Neely saying the real estate on our original six sweater is sacred space as a former player who proudly wore the spoke to be it was important to me and our organization that we identified the right partner with a connection to Boston and a strong commitment to enacting positive change in the community. Rapid7 embodies these important values, and they're proud to welcome them to the Bruins family. Uh, So yeah, would have been cool maybe to have Duncan on there, but maybe the colors would have been a bit distracting. This is just a uh, black and white Rapid7. For a $20 donation to the Bruins Foundation, fans can have the sponsor patch added to their existing jerseys at the pro shop. I don't know if anybody would really want that, but if you do, the option is there. Now today at training camp, the Bruins will be jumping on the ice for uh, two different practice sessions. I would assume that we'll get one group likely to play on... Saturday against the Philadelphia Flyers, and then another group that just kind of getting into the groove, maybe some more veteran players. And uh, again, a couple practices set for Friday, and then Saturday the team will travel to Philadelphia for the 7 p.m. game against the Flyers, which will be on Nesson, and I'm sure we'll all be tuning in for that. Before we get to some news and notes from around the NHL, I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day 
every single day. The podcast is free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including your favorite podcast app, as well as the uh, YouTubes. So please do smash that subscribe button so that you never miss a thing. Now check out the Locked On NHL podcast where our team of local experts bring you all the latest from around the NHL all season long. Again, the Boston Bruins beginning camp with uh, Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy, Matt Grizzlick on the shelf. It's an opportunity for some guys to step up. And that's always been a mentality for this team. Next man up. Will that include Anton Strawman? We're going to have to wait and see. There's a couple big names that are out there in terms of trade rumors. Jacob Chikrin said he's hoping the Coyotes will trade him to a playoff contender. There's been a lot of speculation that he could be on his way to the Ottawa Senators. I know the Bruins... Would love to add him as well. Uh, Chikrin, of course, I've said before, he was a guy that I was big on during his draft year where the Bruins ultimately went with Charlie McAvoy, which I'm very happy about. Um, He is a left-hand shot, but he can play the right side, and he's under a very manageable $4.6 million cap hit for the next three seasons. Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, also some focus on them in Chicago as the Blackhawks also go through a rebuild. Patrick Kane has been linked to the Toronto Maple Leafs as well as the Edmonton Oilers. So that could affect the balance of power in the Atlantic Division uh, if he does indeed go to Toronto. And just as a reminder, every Tuesday here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, you can expect an updated Atlantic Division power rankings. And big news in Dallas where Jason Robertson is expected to miss the start of Stars training camp as the restricted free agent remains unsigned. He's one of... A few restricted free agents that remain on the market. Uh, Nick Haig in Vegas is a guy that I've had my eye on, uh, not only having added him as a uh, as a keeper in one of my fantasy pools, but also as a young defenseman that maybe the Bruins could target. In trade, again, he's a left-hand shot. The Bruins have a glut of those, but he's a very talented young defenseman. Second-round pick back in 2017. I think that's it for today's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins, my friends. Kind of a quick uh, one just to update you on all things black and gold after the first day of training camp. A bit of a quieter day, seeing as there was no on-ice action, but... Excited to uh, see what comes of the first day and what the lineup could look like for Saturday's game against the Philadelphia Flyers. 
I hope you're all doing well, taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other. Uh, you can, I've got a bit of the sniffles going on here, as you can tell, some allergies, fighting off a cold, but uh, very excited about the beginning of a new hockey season. OHL season begins next week, and uh, I plan to be at the Guelph Storm home opener where I expect Matt Poitra will be in the lineup. Anyways, I hope you're all doing well. Please do take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Thank you so much for taking some time to check out the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Please do hit that subscribe button and join me five days a week here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team, every day. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace.